You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 45, how to get your ideas across clearly in meetings. to the Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Leadership Pod. We are right at the end of 2020 and this is the last episode for 2020. It has certainly been an interesting year for all of us. It's certainly been an interesting start to the new decade and some of you probably can't wait to begin 2021 and I know many of you are hoping that next year 2021 will be a much better year than what this year was. Well to help you get started next year with a bang, I wanted to help you with a very common issue, something that I come across quite often with my work, something that I am asked about all of the time, and that is getting your ideas across clearly in meetings. Now, clear communication is definitely one of the most common issues that I am asked about. A lot of people ask me, well, how can I speak clearly and confidently at work? I always get my thoughts muddled in meetings. How can I stop that? Or how can I sound more structured and intelligent when I talk in meetings? So if you clicked on this episode because you thought, well, that's an issue that I have a problem with, I want you to know that you are definitely not alone. And I really hope that this episode will help you out and give you some great ideas and inspiration or even motivation to speak more during meetings because you can get your ideas across clearly. Now, the thing about communication is that we take it for granted. We learn how to communicate growing up through our parents, through our teachers, through our friends. We develop communication styles that work for us or that seem to work, but we never really ask ourselves, is this communication style the most effective one I can use? Is this a great communication style? We never ask ourselves these kinds of questions or things like, can I communicate better? Can I communicate in a more structured way or a more effective way? It's not usually until we have experienced some kind of communication block that we start to think about our communication and we start to ask ourselves, well, is there a better way for me to communicate a more effective way, a way that will help me sound more intelligent and sound more structured when I am communicating with my colleagues or my boss? So some of the things you may have experienced, because if you are listening to this episode, it's likely you have had this issue yourself. And maybe it's that nobody reacts when you share your ideas in meetings. Maybe you share your idea and everybody just keeps silent. Nobody responds, nobody reacts, nobody says great idea, or nobody comes back to you with additional questions. This is something that does happen quite often to many of the people I work with. Or maybe you share ideas in meetings, then somebody else shares the exact same idea, obviously said in a slightly different way, and they get the reaction that you wanted. 
So what was it about their communication compared to yours that made it so impactful? And these are situations that you may have come across at some stage in your corporate life. I'm going to share with you a common example that you might be able to relate to. And I'm going to use the fictitious name Louise to share this example with you. So Louise is a mid-level businesswoman. She works for a nonprofit industry or in a nonprofit industry. She has 15 years of experience and normally she is confident during meetings. Normally she's confident. She can communicate clearly, but she has recently started a new job. So she is in a new team. She has new people that she's working with, and this team has a number of very strong personalities, very dominant personalities. So what she finds is that during meetings, she struggles to jump into conversations. She quite often doesn't know how to jump into conversations because it is so chaotic in the meeting and everybody is talking at the same time. But when she manages to jump into the conversation, she finds that she gets her thoughts muddled. Her mind goes blank and she is not having the impact she wants in her new team. And Louise feels that this is resulting in the other people in the room wondering why she was hired for the job. If she's not contributing to the meetings, why is she even there? So Louise really wanted to address this issue because it, she felt it was holding her back a lot in her career and in her reaching the next stage of her career. So we get together and we discuss what is holding her back. We discuss what is causing her communication to change with this new team when before, previously with the previous people she worked with, it was fine. She could communicate her ideas clearly. She didn't get her thoughts muddled, but she's having a lot of difficulty with this particular team. And through some discussion, she realizes that she is not used to dealing with strong personality types. Every other company she's worked for had people who would listen to her. They respected her. Her previous employer, she worked with that company for a number of years. So she had a certain level of seniority that automatically gave her the impact and the influence that she wanted. And now though, she's coming into a new team where people don't know her. They aren't familiar with her or with her background. She hasn't proven herself to her team, to the new team as a credible, intelligent leader. And this isn't something that she is used to. So instead of people listening to her and people respecting her ideas and whatever she says in meetings, she finds that she's not getting the response she's used to. And this is causing her to feel unsettled. This is causing her to question herself, to question her capability as a leader, and also to question the amount of impact or influence she could possibly have with this new team. Now, what she is experiencing is caused by her communication style. And in a moment, we're going to get into some strategies that might help you if you have experienced a very similar situation of getting your thoughts muddled, because it's a very common issue for many people, especially those who are more of the introverted type, especially those who are from a minority group. Uh, Many women do struggle with this. Uh, Many people who are non-native English speakers and they're thrown into a company, into an environment where everybody else is a native English speaker. So they feel that they are not quite 
equal to everybody else in the room. So maybe you listening have experienced something similar at some stage in your career. And if you have, I want you to know that it is completely normal. There is nothing wrong with you, but it can absolutely be changed. You can switch around your communication style so that you can get your ideas across clearly in meetings and don't muddle your thoughts and have the response and the reaction that you hope for. Because the thing is, what worked for you before in a previous environment may not work in a new environment for you. And what you really need is a solid, simple structure to help you communicate your ideas clearly in any situation. And that is what I'm going to share with you right now. So I'm going to share a three-part technique. It's a very simple technique. And the reason I made it simple for you is so that it is easy for you to remember. Because when you get your thoughts muddled, it's likely you get stressed. It's likely you're a bit anxious in that moment. And if you are anxious, if you are stressed, the last thing you need is to try and remember a seven-step sequence to communicate your thoughts clearly in meetings. No, you need something simple. You need something easy to remember. And that is why I am only sharing with you three steps in this episode. The less you have to remember, the less you have to think about, the better it is for you. So step one is to get straight to your point. The more you ramble on during a meeting, the more people will lose interest and the less impact you will have when you are actually communicating or speaking during that meeting. So you need to get straight to your point. Now, the main reason people don't get straight to the point is they're not clear on what their point is. They start talking and they hope that they will figure it out along the way. They hope that they will just figure out what the main message is that they want to convey. Now, this can happen and it might happen for you. But the thing is, while you are figuring out your point, your listeners have already switched off. They're already thinking about something else. They're already thinking about what they want to say. And they'll quite often jump into the conversation and interrupt you before you even get to your point. Now, some of you may be listening to this and nodding your head thinking, yes, that happens to me all of the time. Well, to avoid this, you need to get to your point straight away. It needs to be clear in your mind before you start talking. What is the main point that you want to make? What is your main message? What is the main message you want to convey? And you can also ask yourself, what do I want people to walk away with after listening to me speak here? So getting straight to the point during meetings when you start to convey your idea or your opinion, it will help you get your ideas across clearly or your opinion across clearly during that meeting. The second step I want to share with you is to support your point with evidence, facts, or examples. Now, people often want to know why you have that opinion or why you have that idea. It's human nature to want to know why. You may have heard of the very famous TED Talk by Simon Sinek about starting with your why and how this can influence and impact people to your way of thinking. The why is extremely useful when it comes to marketing and sales. So you'll find many people talking about it when they are business owners or when they're working in marketing or sales or website copy or something like that. But whenever you are trying to get buy-in for your ideas or buy-in for your opinion, essentially what you are doing is you're selling your idea. You are in sales. You are trying to market your idea and market your opinion. And 
using a why to get people on board and to buy into what you're saying, it's really helpful for you too in this situation. So if you haven't listened to that TED Talk by Simon Sinek called Starting With Why, and actually he has a book called Starting With Why, then I highly recommend you to either check out his book or the TED Talk he did as a supplement to this podcast episode because it is very insightful and it will absolutely get you thinking about the importance importance and the impact of using why in your communication. But essentially what you need to do is once you've conveyed your main point, once you've conveyed your opinion or idea, then back it up with your why. And there are three things that you can do to help you back up your idea or your opinion with why. The first is to use evidence. So this is using evidence or some kind of research that you bring into the conversation to back up what you're saying. The second thing you can do to incorporate a why into what you are saying is to use facts. So people love numbers and they are often influenced by numbers and by facts as well. So if you bring facts into what you were saying into your communication, then it can really help to add impact to it and get other people on board with what you're saying. The third thing you can do is to use examples or stories, you know, real life examples or stories that people can relate to. It can really help touch them on an emotional level and it can be a lot more impactful than just sharing evidence or plain facts as well. It touches them on an emotional level and it really gets them thinking and feeling the exact way that you want. So a lot of marketers use this. They are very good at it. A lot of people in advertising use this as well. A lot of people in sales use this too. So think about how you can incorporate examples or stories or facts or evidence into your communication during meetings to get people on board with what you're saying and to get them to listen to you a lot more. And the third step in this sequence is to invite a discussion. So now it's time to turn the conversation back to your audience and to invite them to give you their thoughts. This is a perfect opportunity for you to clear up any misunderstanding. You know, just in case your communication didn't come across as clear as you hoped, you can clear up any misunderstanding by inviting the other people in the room to share their thoughts and to share their questions. It also says to everybody that you are a team player. And this is really important in leadership because it's not about commanding others to comply with your request or to push your opinions onto them and to force them to agree with you or to accept what you're saying. That is not collaborative style of leadership and that is not the kind of leadership style that works nowadays. It's very a very directive style of leadership and It's an old style of leadership that people in companies nowadays will not respond well to. So you need to adopt a more collaborative style leadership and invite the other people in the room for a discussion. You want to know their thoughts. You want to know their ideas about what you've just said. So when you do this, it absolutely tells the other people in the room that you are a team player. Now, how can you invite a discussion? Well, it is really easy. I'm going to share with you a couple of sentences and you can choose one or the other, whichever feels more natural for you, or you can come up with your own. So the first one is, is what I'm saying making sense to you? Or 
Tell me your thoughts on this. So there are a couple of examples on how you can invite a discussion once you have shared your opinion or your idea in the meeting. That is how you can invite a discussion to get other people involved and open up the conversation to the other people in the room. And this will help you build trust with your team. Trust will lead to them respecting you and listening to you more. So there are three things that you can implement or the three-step strategy that you can implement to get your ideas across clearly in meetings and to hopefully get the response from the other people in the room that you're looking for. Well, I really hope that this episode has been helpful for you. If you do want to keep learning about this topic, then make sure to check out my YouTube channel because as always, I will create a YouTube video on this topic. And I do invite you to connect with me or follow me on LinkedIn. I am a regular user of LinkedIn and I really do like to connect with people who listen to my podcast on LinkedIn. I've already had a number of people who have reached out to me, sent connection requests on LinkedIn saying that they have come across this podcast and they've listened to a number of episodes and they've really enjoyed the episodes. And I am very happy to connect with them. I love to find out about who my listeners are and what you do for a job or even what issues or challenges you face. And by the way, I do share a lot of other content on LinkedIn too, video content or a text post, which you can definitely benefit from. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Now, as I mentioned, this is the last episode for 2020. So the next episode will be on January 4th, 2021. I will be taking a break for a week to get some rest, to catch up with family and friends, probably to go swimming in the pool because I will be experiencing some very hot weather where I am. 40 degree days, 45 degree days, possibly. Sometimes it even gets up to 50 degrees Celsius. I I hope it doesn't get that far, but I do have air conditioning, so I will be holed up at home in the air conditioning on those days. Well, I hope you enjoy your summer or your winter holidays, wherever you are in the world. Stay safe, and I hope you and your family have a wonderful break. See you next year. enjoyed this episode of the leadership pod thank you so much for listening if you did find some useful tips in this episode then please leave a review on apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast platform don't forget to check out my youtube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader and i'd love to hear from you via social media you can find me on linkedin instagram and facebook the links are on my website take care and thanks again for listening